All right, yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome into another episode. I have a very, very special guest today for you guys. Uh, my homeboy, we've been cool for a good minute now, man. Uh, he has a very interesting story, a very interesting path to get to where he is now. Um, and before we get into it, ladies, he is off the market. I just got to let you guys know now. He, he took himself off the market. He is not available anymore but uh <laughs> very happy for him man he's been balling life man so i had to bring him in to talk about his journey man and uh without further ado welcome in my homie larry legend what's up bro what's up man good to see you good to see you yeah man glad to have you on man it's oh for minute. sure i'm excited i'm excited to be here grateful to be here yeah i appreciate you man so um let's go ahead and talk about where you are now like you have a very interesting position that you that you're into right now so i'm currently um one of the assistant strength and conditioning coaches for the phoenix suns so i live out here in arizona you know and i work um with the players out here so what's that been like man as far as um like your journey to get there and now to finally be at this point what's that feel like to finally be here um man it feels good like you know like i'm i mean it's the nba you know like yeah this is probably the highest level um of basketball that you can get to so you know i'm very excited very grateful you know what i'm saying to be in the position that i am you know what i'm saying to be able to do what i do you know on a daily basis um especially from like some of the places i've been and come from so like you know it's it's always a journey to get somewhere you know what i'm saying everybody had everybody has their journey so you know like like i say man i'm just grateful you know and just try to do everything i can you know um you know impact the players help the players and that type of thing so you, you, let's talk about that journey to get there man like was strength and conditioning always like the goal for you or is that something that just kind of like came up for as an opportunity? Man, so crazy. It's, it's honestly like going back, I wanted to play basketball, I wanted to play football, you know, growing up in Alabama. I wanted to play mm -hmm. sports as a kid, but I had really bad asthma, right? So mm -hmm. I didn't really have that opportunity um, as much when I was younger, you know what I'm saying? So like I always wanted to be, a bas be around basketball, I wanted to play basketball, that type of thing. So. I really um, became a manager when I was in like middle school. Like I was on the team, but I really wasn't playing because my ass wouldn't let me. So, you know, a manager, that's what I was doing pretty much. So this middle school, man, so man, but I loved it. You know what I'm saying? I love helping out. And I was always very like attentive, like and paid a lot of attention to detail. So I really just started to like learn the game from a different perspective, you know? So um, did that went on to high school um and then high school i ended up going back to coach middle school basketball so i was coaching middle school girls basketball at like 16 17 years old you know what I'm mm -hmm. and like as far as like coaching like that was great for my development because you know one i'm much older you know what i'm saying than the athletes i'm coaching you know so i had to be like very firm in everything i said but also i had to be able to like teach you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Because it's it's one thing to understand something. It's another thing to be able to teach it, you know, and break yeah. it down where, where your athletes or, or whoever you're trying to 
you know, send a message to for them to be able to like understand it, interpret it, you know, and, and go out on a court or field and execute it. Mm-hmm. So that was that was big for my growth. Um, did that for a few years, went to college, right? Became the head uh manager for UAB men's basketball. Like mm-hmm. that was that was a great, you know, ride for me. I mean, I love UAB. You know, we won two conference championships while I was there. You know, so that was very exciting, but also like another big part in my growth and development. You know, I was able to meet people. Um, I was able to learn things, you know, and the biggest thing is like wherever I've been, I've always been a sponge. Like, mm. you know, like don't talk too much, you know, just kind of kind of let your work do the talking for you, you yeah. know, because excuse me, a lot of times people may not say anything, but people are always watching, people are always looking, you know, and, and they remember things. They remember how you carry yourself. They remember that time you helped them, you know, that type of thing. So at any rate, work with UAB men's basketball for a few years, still want to be a basketball coach. So like, you know, my mind's dead set on like, you know, I'm gonna become a GA next, you know, I'm gonna become a basketball coach, you know. So that was like my my dream job, you know. So working with UAB men's basketball for like, I wanna say like three years, you know, and then I kind of realized, man, I don't want to recruit. Like I saw what coaches had to do to recruit and like go on the road and all these AU tournaments. And I was like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> so it was like, all right, Larry, all right, you know, you love basketball. So how are you going to stay around the game? So, mm-hmm. you know, I've always been in the weight room. I've always, you know, exercised, but strength and conditioning was like my way to stay around the game, mm-hmm. you know? So um, I began to do that, began to learn um, because that's like a total, different realm outside of like basketball like that's strength and conditioning a whole another world you know yeah. so i began to learn things um you know interning um uh talking to mentors and just pretty much soaking as much as i could up you know and just building my craft so you know went from an intern um to a ga so i went i went to a d2 school i was a ga for a year um, graduated at that school, school called Tusculum. It's a D2 school in Tennessee. So graduated after a year, and then I became an assistant there. Um, and so that, that was another great experience because, man, I worked with so many sports. Like, every sport you could think of, I, I work with. You know, like, small schools, so you know it's not a lot of funding. You know, mm-hmm. and, they, and they had at least 22 sports. I think that's how many it was when I was there. So like, I mean, everything from, you know, the normal, you know, basketballs, football, stuff like that, but also like golf, lacrosse, you know, um, some tennis, uh, track and field, you know, you name it. And this is like men's and women's. Mm. So, so it was a great experience, you know, and I mean, I still talk to some of those athletes today, you know, because especially as a young coach, like, it means a lot when you when you first starting out, you know, and you got athletes and it's just like, man, y'all, I'm helping mold and shape y'all, but y'all are also helping mold and shape me at the same time. Yeah, yeah. You know, so that was huge. Um, stayed there for a little bit and then I ended up going to Grambling State, uh, which is a, a D one program um in Louisiana. So there, like my primary was uh men's basketball and volleyball, but I was also an assistant for football. Um, and I helped a little bit with uh, softball and baseball and track. I kind of helped a little bit wherever I was needed. But 
you know, that was also a great experience, you know, um, really just getting to, like I say, perfect my craft, learn things, teach things, you know, like developing, 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 you know, and then I was there for a year. Um, and then I came on out to, to Phoenix. I got the opportunity, you know, to come out here. Like I say, that I'm grateful for. So, like I say, that that journey was was amazing because it's like I've seen all levels, you know, mm-hmm. like literally every resource you need to like no resources at all, you know. So I think I think that's important because I think sometimes people just you know assume that like all these teams have you know this type of you know, implements or like resources at their disposal, you know, and a lot of times, you know, they don't, you know, some, some teams eating this great meal for pregame, some teams may, maybe eating a ham sandwich, you know, (laughs) you know, but at the end of the day, it's expected for, you know, both of those athletes to go out and um, perform to the best of their ability, you know, so that's really my journey, you know, to where I am now, you know, in a little nutshell, Man, can you talk about what it was like to deal with pretty much every sport? Like twenty-two, like what was that like, man? Because I know going in, you like you primarily basketball, and like you see, you grew up playing football, so you're familiar with that. But then you got to deal with like just even doing men's basketball, women's basketball is a you know a challenge in itself, but it's not too crazy of left field to do basketball, football, and then go way out with like tennis and like individual sports like that's totally different so what was that like man what was that whole experience man it, at first it, it was a little challenging you know but you know i looked at it as an opportunity mm-hmm. you know I, I looked at it as hey the more stuff i can learn about more sports you know the, the more versatile i become you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. the more the more people i can train you know in the future you know so yeah yeah you know at, at the end of the day you know, a strength and conditioning coach, we're, we're just trying to improve athletic performance. You know, mm-hmm. now there are ways that you can, you know, make things more specific to certain sports, of course, mm-hmm. like, you know, details. But at the end of the day, you know, I just want to make you a better athlete, you know. Yeah. So, like I say, it was great working with those sports. Um, also, just seeing like the different cultures um, in different sports, you know, football has its own culture. Basketball has its own culture um lacrosse has its own culture you know so just being able to see that and 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 watch these athletes grow you know and learn and you know win and lose and you know everything that just comes with sports like that was just you know amazing opportunity you know and i'm always thankful for like everywhere i've been even though you know people may look at it and be like man he was at that school like man that was you know, that was rough, but, you know, at, at the end of the day, like, you know, everything has a reason, everything has purpose, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes you may not always see it, you yeah. know, but, but, you know, sometimes even when you think you're in a bad situation, you know, just kind of, you know, step to the side and see, can you see the, see the light, <laughs> you know, in the dark tunnel or, or see yeah. what lesson, you know what I'm saying, you can learn from your current situation. Mm. So what did you learn about yourself through that process? <laughs> And uh, what were the few things or a few of the things that you kind of like took from that experience that you can apply to what you're doing now or bring back to basketball? Man, honestly, not so much about basketball, but I'll say just like like being resilient. You know, Hmm. like you're going you're going to have some wins, you're going to have some losses, you know, and not necessarily like in the win and loss column of of a game. 
Yeah. You know, but just like as you develop and as you're trying to, you know, constantly grow, you know, um, it's just going to be some losses in, in the battles, you know? So, you know, no matter like, no matter what happens, like, you know, don't get too high, don't get too low, you know, stay even keeled, you know, and just try to continue to get better every day, you know, Mm -hmm. because I mean, some people say if you're not, if you're not getting better, you're getting worse. You know, there is no, there is no, I'm just cooling right here. You know, it's either you're getting better, you're getting worse. So, I would say just being resilient, you know, you know what I mean? And just keeping your foot on the gas, like don't let up, you know, mm. you know, it's, it's not a race, but it is a race, you know, it's people behind yeah. you, right? It's people always yeah. in front of you, right? All yeah. right. Don't, don't let up. Yeah. If you want to get to where they going, you know what I'm saying? You got to keep driving, mm. you know? So. Yeah. That's, that's something that, um, I realize it's not about the big things sometimes to separate people. It's really like a lot of the little things that just add up over time. For so, sure. For sure. Like I said about you being resilient in that situation, that was a make or break thing for your whole career because now that opportunity led to so many more things for you to where the situation that you in now. Well, sure. some people would have been like, I ain't signing for this, man. I'm trying to, like, that probably would have been me. I'm like, bro, I'm trying to, I'm just trying to work with basketball, man. I'm here to do basketball and mm-hmm. that's it like anything else i don't care about bro but you were just like i take it as a challenge yeah. so you know i'll probably want the folks to be like nah bro uh keep me over here on the basketball court <laughs> <laughs> nah i feel that i feel that but yeah, yeah man, i respect that man yeah. thank you thank you so yeah um so talk to me about that time at uab man because like you said you're from here well, from uh-huh. uh, Birmingham. So, like, what was that time at UAB, especially, like you said, going to the two conference championships and winning that, man? What was that like? Especially when we went to the tournament and everything. So, what was that like? Man, so, I mean, I say, honestly, like, my, my first year there, we were okay. Um, Kind of ended up losing, I want to say, the first round, right? Mm-hmm. And then it was the 2015 year, right? We were – I mean, it was, it was crazy because beginning of the season, like, we're losing, you know, you play, you play some of those tough games against some of those bigger schools uh, at the beginning of the season. So I want to say going into conference, we were like four and nine, you know, mm. we had got, we had got by, we had got smacked by North Carolina, you know, in December on national television, on ESPN, <laughs> lost by like 40, you know, yeah. so, but I remember going into conference tournament you know, and it's like, all right, it's a new slate. Like, we're going to get it together. You know what I mean? So it was it was good to see, like, guys, you know, coaches, everybody kind of pull together, you know, and, and, and give a, a good run for it in conference, you know. So, I mean, we didn't just kill everybody in conference. Like, you know, we had a decent record. But, you know, one thing about college sports, when that conference tournament started, like, if you're in there, you got opportunity, you know. Yeah. So it's, it's win or go home. You know, so, you know, we, we had some favorable matchups, you know, coaches put together great game plans and we had some great players, you know, and, you know, yeah. it, it worked, it worked out for us. You know, we were able to cut the nets down uh, in legacy arena in Birmingham. So that was huge. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. one thing, it's one thing to win a championship is another thing to win a championship in your city. Yep. Like, like it, it's a, it's a great feeling. So, um, that was probably one of the most memorable, you know, one of the best things um, that happened when I was there, you know, yeah. but 
I say the biggest thing about it is like it taught me to like really appreciate winning. Mm. You know, because next year, next year we did good. We won a regular season uh title. Um, and then like after that, we struggled a little bit, you know, up mm. until I mean, really recently. They won, I think, yeah, UAB won the conference championship this year, you yeah. know. So shout out to UAB, uh back on yep, top of yep. conference USA. But like since then, you know. We haven't won anything. So, like, appreciate winning um, because just because you work hard, it doesn't mean you're going to win, you know. Mm. Just because you go to practice every day, there's other people going to practice every day. Just because you put in the extra work outside, you know, of of uh, practice or, or whatever, like, it doesn't guarantee you to win a game, to win a championship. It guarantees you nothing. Yeah, <laughs> it it does guarantee your opportunity. Yeah, yeah, you know the opportunity to compete, you know, and display and display your talents and, and you know and play with your team. But like nothing's guaranteed. Mm-hmm. You know, some people win a high school state championship; they never win anything else in their life. Mm-hmm. You know, or or a middle school championship and never win anything else. So like, while you're winning, man, like be grateful. You know, be appreciative of it. Like cherish the moment. You know. Yeah. Like, like really, like really do that because you know it's it's tough to win. Yeah, and as, and as you you know elevate and move on to each level, it gets harder and harder and harder. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad you said that, bro. Because I was thinking one day how, especially I, I can only speak from basketball because that's what I'm primarily around. But uh-huh. we had this thing like you talk about hoop culture. I'm, other sports had this too, but I can't speak about hoop, but. You know, like grind is overrated, bro. Like people talk, we well, got to grind, you got to work hard. So it's just, that's true, but I feel like that's like the basement level. Like that's what gets you in the door. Like that's the bottom level of what it takes to be good at basketball. Like that's just like the entry level thing. And like you said, I want to get you opportunity, but there's other things that you have to build on besides just being a hard worker. Because like you said, everybody works hard. Everybody goes to practice. So at this point, everybody has a trainer. Like. It's not yeah. that many things that you that you're doing to separate yourself. So, like, besides being a hard worker, what is what are you doing to separate yourself? So, like, yeah, um, I'm glad you said that, bro. But what what are some of the things that you've seen that because you like you say you've been at different levels. So, what are some of the things that you've seen that separate the goods from the greats and from level to level? Like, what are you seeing that like as the separators? Man. I say this: some of some of the best players, not only do they work hard, you know what I'm saying, but they have the talent, you know. And like, especially as you get, you elevate to, you know, the next level of this sport of football, basketball, whatever. Like, you obviously need the talent to play the sport. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, but also, I say like, learn the fundamentals. You know, I, I think mm-hmm. that's one thing that kids today like don't focus on is like the fundamentals all right can i make a left hand layup with my left hand and i make a right hand layup you know can i consistently make free throws you know um can i play defense and not just out there you know hacking like can i slide my feet do i want to stay in front of my my um the offensive man as a defender you know what i mean like having pride you know what i'm saying on defense wanting wanting to defend wanting to be in the right spots uh on defense as far as like helping your teammates 
you know, taking a charge, like those things, those small things, right? But at the same time, they build up. You know what I'm saying? They they add up. So and also you see a lot of kids, like kids now just seem like they're so athletic, right? But yeah, but they can't make a lay a left hand layup. They can dunk it, they can't lay it in. You know what I mean? So you know, like fundamentals will take you far, you know. Mm. You know, because yeah. especially as you get older, like the athleticism, it starts to level out. You stop being the most athletic person in the gym. You're like, oh, I can jump. Yeah, he can jump too. All right. You know, so like you have to find different skills, different different strategies to be successful. Mm. So. So uh, as a strength and conditioning coach, man, mm-hmm. what are like how how important is that especially in today's game because you know with basketball players we i think we still kind of had that stigma of you know i don't want to lift weights because i don't want to mess up my jump shot i don't like lifting weights because whatever i think we still have that i think it's died down a lot more because of players like lebron and stuff but i think there's still some stuff that going on but what are some of the things that um you see still going around that's kind of like a an issue or a thing that's kind of like over talked about or not talked about enough with when it comes to strength conditioning. I mean, like you said, in, in basketball culture, like you always gonna have those guys that just don't want to lift, you know. And, yeah. and part of it, part of it is because they just don't have a huge lifting background, like they've never just lifted. So, you know, by the time they get to college or pros or whatever, they just like I don't want to do this, you know. And they also. You know, they've always been the best kid growing up, so they, they really don't understand, like, the importance of it because they've been yeah. successful, you know, without doing it or minimally doing it, you know. Mm-hmm. But, like, from a from a coach's perspective, man, it's huge, you know, not, not only just, like, improving your performance, you know, but also from, like, an injury standpoint, you know. Yeah. Now, there's nothing, you know, we can do, and I can say, hey, I'm going to prevent you from getting hurt. You know, like yeah. injuries happen, like they're part of the game, you know, but um, you can make the body more resilient, you know, to injuries. So, like, that's that's probably one of the biggest things, man, is just, you know what I'm saying, making, making the body more resilient, you know, to injuries and, and just being able to, like, withstand the, the demands of your sport, you know. Like, yeah. I mean, strong, strong things – have the tendency to not break, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. So, like you, you want you want you want to be strong on the court, you know. You, you want to be strong on on the field or whatever it is that you do. Like, you know, strength is always a, a positive thing, you know. Yeah. Can you can you uh, answer what is basketball strong? Because we've kind of gotten to a place where everybody feels like they got to look like LeBron. I got to be you know, the hook on the court, but like there's a difference between like just being strong and basketball strong. So like in your opinion, what is basketball strong and what makes sense as far as weightlifting for basketball? Let me see. I think a good way to say this. Um basketball strong. So I mean obviously you know you wanna you wanna lift right and you wanna become stronger. But at the same time like you don't want to sacrifice movement ability right mm. 
So, so you don't want to become like a stiff box <laughs> because like a stiff box would be good at basketball. Mm-hmm. And how you going to cross somebody over and you know, you, you move like this. So like, that's, that's the biggest thing I would say, like, don't sacrifice movement ability to, to get just super strong. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, you can you can gain strength without you know becoming like stiff, um, yeah. but a lot of times you know even watching basketball like the best athletes aren't always necessarily the strongest. Yep, you know so like it's good it's good to be strong like you want to be able to defend right you want to be able mm-hmm. to take contact and finish right, but you don't have to squat 455 or bench press 315 to accomplish those things you know now if you can hey great i'm not gonna tell you don't be strong great but you know at the same time like don't become a a a box you know trying to trying to chase something that that probably won't help you improve your performance on the court Mm. so how how would you kind of balance that and how do you make sure that you're not overdoing or doing too much to where it's taken away from your game? Man, especially when you talk about like middle school, high school, like get strong. Right. Mm-hmm. And the reason I say that is because like you're a child. I mean, all the way up to you probably get like 19 to 20. Your child, your body is like developing, developing, it's growing, right? So, I mean, honestly, like your body can, your body is resilient um, to injury for uh, pretty much like kids can do a lot of things that adults can't and, they, and they're fine. Like it doesn't affect them like that. So, you know, in those early stages, I say get strong, like, mm. like, you know, moderately heavy to heavy, um, but also like run you know, sprint, like jump, like do things that, that are fast, like move fast. You know what I mean? So yeah. I would say that's that's the best way to, to balance it. Like I would encourage running, jumping, sprinting, um, playing other sports, you know, like mm-hmm. don't don't be so I'm only going to play basketball and you're like eight years old. Like, no, play multiple sports, right? Because yeah. your body develops differently with different sports because – you know, you use different muscles, yeah. you know. Um, so those, those things, because a lot of times the best athletes also play multiple sports, yeah. you know, especially growing up. Now, they may have, you know, stuck to one when they got later in the high school or college, but you know, for the most part, they may have played basketball, baseball, football, or basketball, volleyball, softball, you know what I mean? So yeah. and those things, those things help a lot, you know. Yeah. Talk about that, man, because uh, I feel like that's a a growing thing where people are trying to specialize at like eight year old or 12 years old. And it's just like I know too many people that play college ball and talking to people that's playing pro right now overseas and stuff. And they just like I played football growing up. Like you said, I didn't start playing other sports until high school. So, like. Please explain a little bit more of that, man. What is the early specialization doing and why is that? Um, such a bad idea. To be honest, I would say the early special, specialization is just depriving uh, 
kids are developing. Like, I mean, that's that's the basics of what I think it, it does, right? So honestly, like, there's no need to early specialize, you know, and, I, and I'm not going to blame parents because parents just don't know any better. Like, they're trying to do what they think is best for their child, you know, but yeah. like, they don't know that playing other sports, you know, will help them. You know, some parents maybe worry about, you know, we want them to play basketball, but if he gets hurt playing football, he won't be able to play basketball, you know what I'm saying? And like, yeah. you know, any injuries, there's always a chance to get injured. Like, that's like a, a risk that you take, you know, when you step on a field or a court, you know, however, um, but however, like, allowing your child to play multiple sports will only benefit them, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and also, I think it, it builds, like, real athleticism. Mm-hmm. Cause not, I'm not just building an athlete. I mean, I'm not just building a basketball player. I'm building an athlete. Yeah. Because an athlete can play multiple sports. Basketball player plays basketball. Yeah. You know what I mean? And at the end of the day, you want to be an athlete. You know, especially especially up until you get to like college. Like, yeah, once you once you start getting older, okay, we can focus like maybe on like you know your craft. All right, let's let's be a great basketball player. You know, but in those early years, man, really, really focus on just developing. Like, there's no reason a, a 12-year-old should be, like, worried about only playing basketball. You know what I mean? Like, you're so, you're so young, man. You got – you might not even like basketball by the time you turn 18, you know? Yeah. And I've, I've, I also see that, like, kids who their parents had them playing one sport their whole life, by the time it's college age, like, they hate it. You know, mm-hmm. and they may, and I've seen it like kids are good enough to play at the college level. Um, you know, they got scholarships, but they don't love the game anymore. You know, yeah, so that's weird. You don't you want you don't want to take the love of it from your child, man. Like you know, mm-hmm. let 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 them pick sports. You know, let them decide what they want to do. You know. So how if you could like. Uh, design a blueprint for how to like get a kid to groom to play pro especially in basketball because like the kids nowadays but their skill level is ridiculous man like they got some they pulling out nba moves and they pulling out some nba footwork and handles and they ain't even touched middle school ball yet i'm like bro what what are we doing here man we talked about the dudes now they super athletic and they jump through the gym and like you said, they can't do a left and layup, but they athleticism out the roof. So, how would you kind of like uh, design a healthier way to like program and get there, but still balancing the basketball skill aspect with the uh, overall health and development? So, how would you kind of balance that for the parent who was kind of concerned about that? So, I would focus on both, man. Um, you know, starting with playing multiple sports, you know, but also making sure you know. Um, as far as like the lifting aspect, my child like lifts. So, and it doesn't have to be like super heavy. Like, I think that's where, that's where like people always get kind of like a misconception. Like they associate lifting weights with everything being super heavy, you know, and it, and that's not what it has to be, you know, but you know, sometimes it's okay to like lift heavy, but every day you go in the gym, you don't have to pick up the heaviest dumbbell and, and do squats, you know? So, yeah. um, but I'll say, like, say, run, uh, jumping, you know, sprinting, throwing things, mm-hmm. like all, all these things that that make you know 
great uh, movers, great athletes, you know, and then combining it, you know, with the basketball aspect, like, yeah, you can have a skills training, like, that's fine. Or, or as a parent, if I want to do it, like, yeah, we can go to the gym, we can work out, we can work on these, these certain moves, these certain things, you know, it's, it's not that, you know, I want to neglect that side, you know, yeah. but I think you just got to have balance um, with both, you know, and the last thing is like, uh nutritionally man try to get your kids good meals you know mm -hmm. i mean like i i know parents are busy you know and i i know it costs more to eat healthier you know but like you got to think of your child as like a, a corvette right it's this a mm -hmm. this a high performance athlete right yeah all right you you put money into everything else you put money into the skills training you put money into like a, a strength coach or a personal trainer that's what you got them doing you put money into the the, the program or, or team that they play for, all right. But you know, you feed them, you know, two ninety nine chicken nuggets from McDonald's. Like, you know, that's that's the equivalent of putting you know eighty seven gas in a in a Porsche. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's it's not a you know not a recipe for success. You know, and I'm not you know bad mouthing any parents who feed their kids McDonald's. Hey, you know, as a parent, you feed your child what you want. However, you know, we know that healthier food choices, um, you know, have a direct impact on how we feel, how our body yeah. operates, how we operate on the field. So I think that's just important. Um, that's just as important as anything else, like good nutrition, yeah. you know, drinking, drinking water, you know, staying hydrated. You know, all these things are are vital. Um, to have a, a complete athlete and just a, a healthy individual overall. Yeah. So what are some things, um, almost like some low hanging fruit or some basics that players and parents can know about nutrition or even strength and conditioning? Like what is like some basic stuff? Like nothing too fancy. You ain't got to be like Publix and Whole Foods on a regular basis, but like some easy, simple stuff that players and parents can know about what it should be doing. So when it comes to like fruits, vegetables, eat all the colors. Mm. You know what I mean? Like don't just only eat broccoli or like only eat cauliflower, or, like eat carrots, you know, eat spinach, eat beans. Um, when it comes to fruits, like some I've heard, I just like pineapples. Okay, you know, that's good. I like pineapples too, but eat oranges, eat grapes, you know, eat blueberries, like because all these fruits have different um, you know, nutrients, you know, mm -hmm. so when you when you only you know eat one thing, you limit yourself. You know what I'm saying, especially nutritionally. So that's the biggest thing I would say. It's like like have a balanced diet. You know, like don't. I don't think you should, you know, uh, eat a, like tons and tons of meat, right? But I also don't think you should just be a vegan either. I don't think you should eat no meat. Like just have balance with everything. Like, I think that's the most important thing. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's sure. I'm big on that in life is just really finding a balance with stuff. We, we kind of talked about that before we recording mm -hmm. is just finding that balance of whatever you're doing because it's always people going way left on one side to the extreme, people going way right to the uh, other extreme. But there's somewhere in the middle, there's somewhere in the middle that it seems like more of the right, right answer, the right direction to go to. Um, so yeah, I think that's really key because like you said some people try to go vegan and go i'm gonna just stay vegan and just do this like ah that's, that's not the best thing for an athlete that's 
Can you do that? Sure, but is that the best thing for you? And you got some people, like you said, just go super heavy with pork and try to be, I'm gonna just eat meat and bacon for a living. I'm like, come on, bro. Like, come on. Like, you know you need some vegetables <laughs> in it somewhere, man. <laughs> for sure, for sure. But yeah, man. So um, but yeah, anything else that you want to uh, throw in there? Um, as far as like low-hanging fruit or simple things that players and parents need to grab onto? Uh, sleep, man. Ooh. Put the Fortnite down. Put the phone down. Get some sleep. You know. Try to drink water. <laughs> like, like those things seem so small. They seem like cliche. Like every coach is like, drink your water. You know, or you know, get rested. But man, like. Sleep is huge, you know, mm -hmm. especially when it comes to performance and just, um, you know, what we know now from science, just based on like how the brain operates when you're tired or like it's even studies out there that correlate um, not getting sleep to like higher injury risk, right? Mm -hmm. or higher chance of injury. So like, man, you want to be as healthy, you know, you want to be a healthy athlete, you want to be as healthy uh, as possible, like eat right exercise sleep good like especially for a child like when you're young you know what i'm saying you got minimal worries you're not paying bills like man get you get you some good sleep <laughs> no no pressure at night man get you some good sleep you know yeah so yeah that's you know it's funny too because like i can remember me being as a kid i'd have been like really that's all you got sleep yeah eat better like really drink water that's the, that's what you got but now that i'm older and like i study this and I understand it's like yes that's what it takes like that's, that's really takes. about 75 percent of the work really that's a bulk of what yeah. you need to do if you can get that 75 percent right the last 25 percent really won't matter as much especially as a youth athlete man because sure. it's just and like i mean so many kids not doing it. and at this age man you building habits for the future yeah. You know, like if you if you eat zero vegetables now, I don't think you're gonna start twenty. You're gonna turn twenty two and just start eating vegetables. Like it don't work like that. You know, like <laughs> I mean, you know, we're we're creatures of habit. So like, you, you your yeah. body's your body's just gonna be like, oh, we eat vegetables now. Like what? You know, <laughs> you probably not even gonna want vegetables. You you ate them your whole life. Like exactly. so, like but those things, man, are huge. Are huge, yeah. you know, not just to, you know, uh, being a, a great athlete, but like just being healthy in general, like, yeah, living <laughs> living a long life, you know, like that. Those are huge. Yeah, man. So, um, for you to not have been at pretty much every level there is of basketball and strength and conditioning, where do you see? that genre not, not genre but like that, that genre or area going now because um you're at the highest level so like you you're working with some great people and some great minds so like where do you see that that direction what do you see that 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 area like the direction that it's going like what's he what's next in your opinion man it's, it's a really hard question to answer but i will say that i think every every year the the importance of strength and conditioning is understood a little bit more, you know, mm. not from a sports standpoint, from a parent standpoint, from the fans, like everybody. I think each year 
people understand a little bit more about it. And it's like, oh, this is pretty, you know, important, you know, to the game. So I think I think the field will continue to grow. You know, I think um, it will continue to be like integrated with science hmm. and integrated with like player development. You know, so like now you see a lot of strength coaches slash skill trainers. Right. And they kind of do both. I think yeah. you'll see I think you'll see that more and more in the future, you know. Yeah. You know, I, and I think it's I think it's special, um, a special place, you know, to be able to be a skills trainer. Right. And a strength and conditioning coach, because, you know, everybody can be a skills trainer. Mm-hmm. For one, you got to be able to do what you're teaching. You know, that's that's number one. So, you know, I, I think it's a it's a it's a very special niche of those people who can, you know, kind of do both you know, yeah. and, and that are really like impacting athletes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, cause that's, that's kind of what I'm at right now. And that's a, that's a challenge to kind of balance that man. Cause, mm-hmm. um, you know, resources play a big role in that. And 100%. it's really come down to like the quality of information that you have, have as you have as a trainer mm-hmm. to give to the players because we we still have some OG coaches that's just like we gonna squat bench heavy uh put as much muscle on us put as much muscle on as possible and all this stuff and it's like ah is that really the best thing to do so you might have some people who are doing it but like mm-hmm. you said going back to science space and and really making sure that it's geared towards performance and not just aesthetics or the looks of it yeah so really trying sure. to balance that is the whole the, the real key to it and figuring out what makes sense for the athlete and for sure for what you're trying to do for sure yeah for sure but um so yeah what what is something that you see that we kind of talked about this a lot but what's something that you see that from each area like what well, you see that the parents might not fully understand they're kind of getting wrong and that coaches are still kind of not fully getting about the conditioning um I would say from a from a parents from a parent and coach's uh perspective, right? I think this they can both take this lesson. Simple and basic is better. Right. I think yeah. we live in a I think we live in a social media age, um, TikTok, right, Twitter, uh, Facebook, Instagram, all these social media outlets. And I think that, you know, people see all these crazy exercises you know bouncing on one foot throwing a mid ball or you know you know pressing a dumbbell or you know all this crazy stuff right mm-hmm. but like and, and sometimes it's a time and place for everything right so i'm not you know gonna knock an exercise sometimes it's a time and place for everything but for the most part like as a young athlete man the basic works the basics work like even as an older athlete, man, the basics work, you know. Yeah. Whether I'm, you know, pressing, you know, squatting, hinging, sprinting, like jumping, like those things will always be like the baseline of athleticism, right? Mm-hmm. Like you can't change them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you can't change them. So just throwing things, like just doing those basics, man, you will continue to develop, you know. And as things get easy, yeah, it's – it's ways to, uh, you know, add a challenge, you know, make mm-hmm. it make it a little bit harder so that you continue to develop or grow, right? But mm-hmm. as a young athlete, remember this too, 
um if something puts your health at risk right while doing it right so if it's like dang i could really fall off this this ball i'm trying to balance on and, and turn my ankle or you know drop this dumbbell on my head while i'm balancing right does does that reward outweigh the risk mm. probably not yeah. probably probably not you know mm. so yeah those are always things things to keep in mind as a as a as a player and a and a parent and a coach like does the yeah. risk outweigh the reward right and then like the basics work man never forget that yeah i think one thing too that i kind of i realized about it is that most of the people that we're looking at on social media to kind of steal from is mm-hmm. like the greatest athletes in the world is the pro players and like like kind of like you what you were saying they've mastered the fundamentals and the basics over and over and over again yep. and as a trainer we kind of play this game back and forth of like you want to have the stuff for attention that looks cool and looks good and gets the likes and stuff but that's really a small percentage of the actual training and workouts that you do the mm-hmm. basics fundamental stuff is really like the, the meat and potatoes of what you do and so um with you being at the highest level what are some of the things that um that they're doing that kind of gets misunderstood sometimes like you think this is what the life is like over here as the at the pro level but it's not really it's kind of it's kind of different really behind the curtain yeah i mean honestly like i would say like at the pro level like i mean guys are professionals like this is what they're paid to do you know so like these guys lift like whether you see them lifting or not they probably lift you know they understand the importance of taking care of their bodies right Mm -hmm. and so like and, and just being pros like coming in you know working out you know, because it, it gets to a point where, like, nobody can make you, right? You may have team practice, um, but, like, coming in on your own, you know, putting the work in, like, working out, all right, making sure you get a balanced diet, you know, eating things and, and sleeping and those small things to, like, take care of your body, like, they add up, right? And, like, that's why you see some people who play, you know, pro for maybe 19 to 25, and then you see some people last until their 30s. Mm-hmm. You know, because you have like the older you get, you have to take more and more care of your body. You know, mm-hmm. it's like a it's like an automobile, bro. You got yeah, you yeah. put you putting all these miles on it, like things start to break. You know, <laughs> things start mm-hmm. to happen. So you got you got to take care. You know what I'm saying? Of your your high performance vehicle, like mm-hmm. you have to, you have to. Yeah, that's so true, man. Um but what what has this experience been like to be at the pros? Because we kind of talk about it a little bit, but like it's still kind of like just wild, though. Like to be like we came up together a little bit, like to see like from high school to college to like pros. Like what is that like, bro? Because that's just it's just man, wild it's, to think about, man. I mean, it's it's great, man. Like I love Phoenix. You know what I'm saying? I, I love the people I work with. You know, love love the players and that type of thing but like from my overall experience man I, i'll say the coolest thing um this past season is um you know i was able to be a part of, of a team that broke a franchise record mm. you know um i think we won 64 64 games last year like i mean that's hard to do you know um 
so that was that was huge just being a being a part of that you know because you know who who knows you know when that record will be broken right mm-hmm. like you, you don't know i think the last the last time that record the last record was like 92 93 right mm-hmm. so they're like that's before i was born <laughs> you know so like cher- cherish those moments man you know mm-hmm. Like each each game, and it's a lot of games, right? But like, you know, always making sure you just like giving it y'all, giving it everything yeah. you got, you know. You know, yes. I mean that nothing's guaranteed and nothing's promised, right? So yeah. Like every day, man, give it give it everything you got, you know. We tell the athletes, you know, or the or the when you're growing up, they be like, leave it all on the field, right? Leave it all on the court, right? But as a coach, like you gotta have that same energy, like. I'm leaving it all out there, you know. I'm giving y'all everything I got. So I yeah. said that's probably like the the biggest thing, man. You know, I just take it one day at a time. Be grateful, you know what I'm saying. And you know, continue to work hard, continue to get better. You know, like it's it's always room for improvement. Yeah, yeah, that's dope, man. Um, so is this kind of like I don't want to say like your victory lap, but it's kind of like where. You see yourself staying at like you do you once at the nba level or do you see yourself like becoming the head strength and conditioning coach do you want to get into coaching or do you want to get into business like what's the next direction for you or like the kind of the end goal for you man i'll say right now man I, i'm i'm enjoying you know what i'm saying coaching in the nba but like man it's I don't, I don't really know what's next man it's hard it's hard to tell you you know you know right now my main focus is like just you know continue to grow like i said develop you know and you know i'm so locked into the to the task at hand to the job right now like you know my main thing is like you know what can i do to to help us win the championship you know so honestly not thinking you know just too far ahead right but you know in, in coaching man nothing lasts forever I, that's one thing i've learned right nobody's in one spot forever you know so you know, enjoying it while I'm here. You know, I mean, who knows when this when this ride is over? You know, what I mean, who who knows when when another opportunity will present itself? So, yeah. man, I'm even not really worried about the next step. You know, it's just being a hundred. Um, I'm just enjoying this this day to day, and you know, doing everything I can. Uh, yeah. So, you know, continue continue to help and, and build, and you know, be here. Hmm. Hmm. I, I can appreciate that, man. Because, like we said, we talked about this a little bit before uh, started recording. Like, just really practicing more gratitude for the little stuff and every situation that we're in, especially the current situation, man. So, mm-hmm. I can take that one to heart for me, you know. But um, you said, yeah, you talked about your mentors earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, who are some of the guys that you have learned from and you kind of learning from now that? Um, you know, play a big role for, you know, your the position that you're at now. Man, so I say honestly, like I got I have mentors, right, that are coaches, um, guys who've been heads, right, before, you know what I'm saying, that I work with. But honestly, man, I say the the biggest like influences that on my career have probably just been my parents and my grandparents. Mm. And the reason I say that is like not so much that that they helped me build or or develop into a, a good strength coach but like 
they help me to be a good person, right? And so, mm-hmm. like, at the end of the day, man, like, no matter what you're doing, like, you always want to be a good person. Like, yeah. treat treat people right. Treat people with respect. You know what I'm saying? Treat people with dignity. You know what I'm saying? When, you know, when you, when you go into a gym, you know, everybody know the head coach name, right? Mm-hmm. But what's but what's the the man or the lady name that you know what I'm saying clean the bleachers after the game, or clean mm-hmm. the locker rooms? Like what's their name? You feel me? So like treating people with respect, you know what I'm saying, having gratitude, being appreciative, you know what I'm saying, and just just treating everybody like with a high level of respect, you know, no matter who they are, like no nobody's above you, nobody's beneath you, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. and be and being humble, right? Like all this stuff can be taken away from you easy, quick. You right. Yep. So, so you know what I'm saying. And one one mindset that I've always had is like no job is too small, no job is too big. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Like a lot of people look at me now and they like, you know, oh, you an NBA strength coach. Okay, cool. But I've also like passed out water bottles and towels and wiped up sweat off the floor. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know. I've I've done team laundry after games, you know what I'm saying? Like all this type of all the behind the scenes stuff, right? That that nobody gonna clap for. It's just it's just gotta get done. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So I always had that mindset, man. N- nothing too big, nothing too small, like you know, any job, you know. Mm-hmm. Even now, like if if I waste some, I'm not looking for nobody to get it up. No, I waste it. <laughs> it's my it's my trash. You know, yeah. So, just those small things, man. They really take you far in life, man. You know, yeah. Re- really take you far. Like, I mean, who cares if you good if you just this terrible person, bro? And you and you may you may make it far off your talent, man. You may. I'm not gonna say you're not right. Yeah. But but that that being a terrible person, bro, it, it, it's gonna catch up to you at some point. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And, and your world gonna come crashing down. Like it's, it just is what it is, you know. Yeah. Or you gonna miss out on so many opportunities, right? Mm-hmm. You may you may be making twenty million dollars, right? But somebody may have wanted to give you a hundred million, but you mm-hmm. such a terrible person, right? You didn't you didn't catch yourself out. So, like those things, man, just they're huge, huge. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember we had an episode one time. Uh, I don't remember which one it was, but we just talk, kind of talking about how a lot of kids feel like, kind of what you're saying, I can get away with a lot of crap just because I'm this player or you kind of used to having stuff handed to you. And it's like, when we get to the college level and the pro level, bro, like, that stuff don't mean as much, man. Unless you like Zion-level talent, LeBron-level talent, whoever, it's just that kind of stuff don't mean as much, bro, because I can you a dime a dozen now. Like, like you said before, yeah. you start leveling out, bro, because you six six with a 40 inch vert. I got 20 of them right here in my back pocket, bro. So like what's next? So I'd rather have the one with design level humility, that that height and level of humility, along with the skill and talent. So I just feel like some players kind of get that messed up just because uh just because I'm here, I'm this type of player, I'm a five-star, four-star, whatever. And you get to a point where that junk don't matter no more, man. Like, yes, yeah. it's, it's it's a different ball game, bro. So I'm glad you said that, man, because I think some players don't always keep that mindset in front of them. Yep. 100%. 100%. Okay. 
So yeah, man. Um, I think that's about it for the okay. most part, man. Um, yeah, I got two. It. I got hold, hold on, bro. Hold on. Bro. Okay, okay. Talk to <laughs> me. Talk to me. Talk to me. Yeah, man. I got uh, two last questions, man. That I, okay. I try to get to every every guest, man. So uh, you kind of tapped to this a little bit earlier, man. But uh, I, I love to give people their flowers. That's something that I'm, I'm big on, man. Because people try to get them their flowers before they can't smell them, man. So who is somebody in your opinion that deserves flowers that they haven't been given yet, man? Who is somebody that's a little underrated, under the radar that you feel like, man? Nobody talks about this person, this lady, this whoever. It can be a coach, a player, a trainer, whoever. Well, somebody that you've seen is just like you don't get the respect that you deserve. So here's my opportunity to give you some flowers, man. Who is that person for you, man? Ooh, that's tough, man. Cause I'm let me tell you the reason why I say that's tough for me. Mm-hmm. It's cause like everybody who I come in contact with, man, I let I try to let them know I appreciate them. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Whether it's the kitchen staff at work, you know what I'm saying, or the, the people who clean up, like I always let them know, like, hey man, I appreciate you. You know what I'm saying? So like just off the top of my head, man. Honestly, I would just say I would I would probably have to go back to my parents, man. Like I just appreciate everything, you know, y'all y'all instilled in me, you know. Like, like that was huge, right? Cause mm-hmm. like without without those those morals and you know those those other like just values that y'all that y'all put into me, right? Yeah. I wouldn't be where I am today. Like that's that's just the realization of it, you know what I'm saying? And like, one thing I would tell kids out here is like, appreciate your parents. Mm-hmm. You know, they they running you to practice, they picking you up from school, they taking you to this AAU tournament, right? They feeding you, like you got them ripping, running all over the the state, the country sometimes, right? Like appreciate mm-hmm. them, like they don't have to do that, you know. Mm-hmm. It's parents that don't take their kids anywhere. They first time going somewhere be when they go to college. That's their first trip. You know what I mean? So, like, and that may be like a little OD, but like, yeah. that's the real, that's the truth of the matter. Like, appreciate your parents, man. Appreciate yeah. them, because you know most most people are not gonna do for you the way your parents will. You know? That is that's some real truth right there, brother. Like, we don't fully appreciate our parents when we kids sometimes because we don't have that perspective all the time of like this the sacrifice that they have man so mm-hmm. i have no problem with that answer at all bro because that's truth like shoot but um i almost forgot my yeah i almost forgot my last question uh, <laughs> but uh what is a lesson that you've learned through this journey um mm-hmm. about the game of basketball man so it can be something that a coach gave you or you know something that you just learn throughout the process or something that you, you know learn about yourself throughout the process something that the game has taught you but that you apply to life overall that's like way bigger than basketball man so what's something that you learn about you or about this process um i say one of the biggest lessons right and this this is one of many right because you know being in coaching being an athlete you know what I'm saying? And it's always like lessons to be learned. So I, tons of lessons. But I say the biggest lesson is 
or not the biggest, but one of like the most impactful ones is a coach told me when I was like 13, she was like, faith without works is dead. Mm-hmm. Right. And it always really stuck with me because, you know what I'm saying? Like growing up in the church, yeah, I pray, you know, but like you can't be asked for something. You ain't putting in no work. That, that's real. Like, you know, don't don't ask for the ability to go out there and go 30. Right. And you you go through the motions at practice. You don't want to put any extra work in. You're a bad teammate. Right. So, like, you know, at the end of the day, like, you know, put the work in. Right. And then kind of let let the other chips fall into place, man. Mm. Yes, I 100 percent agree, bro. I could go a whole nother tangent on that one. That can go another sure. direction for me, bro. But for sure. Uh give me another one, man. I really like that one, bro. I feel like you got like 13 more in the chamber, bro. So <laughs> <know this. laughs> uh let me see. Another one is uh when I when I use to this day, and this and this one I just kind of created myself just from like seeing a lot of things, but but like I treat every day like you could be going tomorrow, right? So yeah, I'm an NBA strength coach today, but tomorrow I could be homeless on the street, right? And mm-hmm. that may be like a, a little bit over exaggeration, you know what I'm saying? However, like the main point of it is like make every day count. Yeah, you know. So like that's 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 probably the biggest thing, man. Make make every day count. Like don't just be going through the motions, like. Don't get complacent. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like complacency is a bad thing. It's a dangerous thing. Mm-hmm. It's a very dangerous thing, especially as an athlete, right? You get complacent, you can go from there, that number one spot real quick, number 50, right? Number 100, right? So mm-hmm. like never get complacent, whether you playing sports or like just in life, you know what I'm saying? Like always kind of kind of push yourself for more, you know, and, and always understand like, Tomorrow ain't guaranteed. This job not guaranteed. You know the opportunity to dribble that ball tomorrow. You know in a in a high school state championship, like it's not guaranteed. You feel me? So like, just don't don't take it for granted. You know, treat every day like it can be over. Yes, man. That, that's that's a pretty powerful way to end the, end the episode, man. So. uh Anything else you want to promote or tell the people about anything else you got up your sleeve or anything else you got? Man, the main thing I would tell the people, man, is keep working, right? Keep working. And and like, not, not to sound cliche, but like in all facets, you know what I'm saying, of your life, especially like young athletes, keep working on the court, keep working in the classroom, you know what I'm saying? Just, just all facets. Like you want to, you want to take it to the next level. Do do as well as you can. Do as much as you can. Because at the at the end of the day, if I just do a little bit every day, by the time I'm 18, I've done a lot. <laughs> you know, and by the time I'm 25, I've done a lot more. Yeah. Right. So just just building those habits, man, and, and being detailed in everything you do. You know what I'm saying? And having purpose, like, yeah. Don't just don't just blindly do anything. You're right. You know. I always think about how can this affect me, whether positively or negatively, right? Everything always gonna have consequences. So like always keep that in mind. Yeah, man. Uh it's a good way to end the episode, brother. 
Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having yeah, I me, man. You. I enjoy it. Yeah, man. I appreciate you coming on, man. Uh, it means a lot, man. Like I tell everybody, this like I don't think people understand. Like it means a lot when people hop on the podcast and do these interviews, man. So I really appreciate you taking the time out to come on and uh, for sure for tell sure. your story, man. Have I appreciate it a lot, man. So that's a wrap, man. Uh, the interview with Larry Legend, man, homie. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, man. Thank you for having me on here. For sure. For sure. Yeah, man. That's a wrap. Um, make sure you guys show my guy some love, man. Follow him on Instagram. Uh, it's right there on the screen. For those that's listening, it's underscore Larry, underscore Legend, underscore. So, yes, that is three underscores, people. Beginning, ending, and middle are all underscores, okay? So, <laughs> underscore Larry, underscore Legend, underscore at Instagram. Uh, also make that sure make sure that you subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, show some love to us, you know, put a lot of work into it. You follow me on social media, pretty much anything that's B-Ball Jones. That's anywhere on social media. Uh, but it ain't about me, it's about my guy Larry. Just show him some love, DM him, go in the comments some of his stuff, man, and be like, yo, appreciate you hopping on the podcast. I learned a lot from you. Gems you dropped the game you gave. Appreciate that, man. So show him some love. He should have a lot more followers and you know a lot of that by the time this episode drops, man. So uh, that's about it, man. Uh thank you guys for listening. Uh tune in next week for another episode. And that's pretty much it, man. Thank you. Thank you.